Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. The A to Z of Disease Podcast. Welcome to the A to Z of Disease Podcast with me, Rose Mokonyo. We are continuing with our talk on diseases that affect children and today we will be talking about adenoid hypertrophy. We will get to know what this is all about, what happens when the children get adenoid hypertrophy and I will be having this discussion with Dr. Penina Musioka of Machakos Children Clinic who has been very resourceful in talking about these diseases that affect children. Karibu daktari. Thank you so much, Rose for having me. Today we are going to discuss adenoid hypertrophy and uh, it's a very important topic because it's very common for our children to have it and uh, the problem with it is the complications it will give to the child. And uh, let's begin by telling us what is this adenoid hypertrophy? Basically adenoids are tissues which grow behind the nose. Just like the way you have tonsils on the throat, they just look they are lymphoid tissues. They are also behind the nose. And the importance of these lymphoid tissues is to produce immunity when the child is growing so that it can prevent the child from getting the upper respiratory tract infections. Why is it now a problem if it is growing naturally? And at what point does it become a problem? You see, the adenoids are very important for growth and for immunity. But in some children, they have been shown that the adenoids, they grow bigger than usual. And the moment they grow that big, they obstruct the nose. So the, these children are not able to breathe properly. And what you'll see in that child, that child will start snoring, mostly at night. They will start sleeping with their neck act behind so that they're able to, you know, to open the airway to be able to breathe. They will be mouth breathing, so they breathe with their mouth open. That is surely the telltale sign that you can tell my child is having a problem. And, you know, they are breathing in their mouth and they don't have a runny nose or blocked nose. So that's how you know what possibly my child is having a problem. And the other way, you find these children are also prone to having, you know, blocked nose all the time. They are prone to getting sinusitis. They also are prone to getting recurrent tonsillitis. It's all part of the same thing. And what is important to realize, mostly the children who are allergic, allergic to dust, allergic to cold, or those ones who have asthma, they are the ones who are most likely again prone to getting the adenoid hypertrophy because it's just part of the immune system being on overdrive, basically. What triggers this or what causes this? The cause basically has not been shown per se what really causes. It just had been known that uh, because of the immunity system trying to, you know, fight infections, trying to produce elephant tissue, they, they tend to become bigger. And in fact, the problem is just them being bigger and causing the mechanical obstruction, nothing else per se. And because of that obstruction, you will find, apart from the, from the nose being obstructed, even the ear is also a bit obstructed. And, you know, the pressures uh, in the middle ear are also affected and the social tube is not able to open the way it's supposed to open, like a normal way. And in that case, that's why you realize they get prone to the recurrent ear infections and uh, the sinusitis because because they are not also able to breathe properly. Yeah, basically. But it's surely, purely a mechanical obstruction. Mm. Yeah. And what is their relationship to sinuses? The reason why you'll find the children who have the adenoid hypertrophy, they get recurrent sinusitis, is because... Um, um, basically, sinuses are hair spaces on the 
there are several. So them are some are frontal on the frontal side of the head, ethmoid, maxillary, there are several. And they're supposed to breathe because they should just contain hair in it. The moment they have fluid, now we say you have sinusitis because there's an inflammation going on. Yeah. So because of those the same adenoids, we find that they are not able to, you know, open up the way they are supposed to. So they when they're not opening, whenever there is you know they are closed, the fluid accumulates, then also the infection is also starting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, are they genetic by any chance, or uh, because we we've heard of traditional people talking about that they need to remove them? Is there is it genetic? I don't know. It's um, I don't know. Part of it is not a genetic condition. It's just that it's more likely to happen in those people who have allergic or allergy to mostly cold and dust, and uh, they tend to be hereditary. So. You, People may start thinking it's a hereditary condition, but itself, per se, it's not hereditary. It's just, it happens just like that. What can we say? Where do these things really come from? And can it be prevented? What happens? There's no way one can prevent adenoid hypertrophy because there's no way of telling that my child is going to have adenoid hypertrophy. Remember, I said adenoids are normal tissues everyone is born with, and they grow and they continue to grow. So it's only in a few proportion of the children that they are going to cause problems. Most of the children, they'll have them, they don't have a problem, and they grow well. So in this few percentage of these children who have a problem, the bigger question is, how will I know that my child has a problem, and how will I be able to help my child? So the first thing is the simple symptoms we have talked about. You will notice your child snores a lot, and especially at night. I know people will say snoring, even the father snores mm-hmm. and everything. It's genetic. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But snoring in children is not normal. When you see a child who is snoring, and especially they snore, snore until you see them waking up and uh, so that they can breathe, then you know there's a problem. Mm-hmm. So snoring, getting what we call obstructive sleep apnea, that when they are snoring, then they just wake up and... Uh, they look almost like they're having a conversion. Mm-hmm. Because I've seen some, even the parents come saying they have a conversion, yet it's a sleep apnea. It's something you take seriously, very seriously. The other most important one is the mouth breathing. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when you see that, you start suspecting your child has a most likely had hypertrophy, please visit your doctor for further evaluation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, what are the complications that come about because of these adenoids? Okay. First of all, they, they give you what we call adenoid faces. Because the child is always, the mouth is always open, because this child can only breathe via the mouth. Remember, the nose is completely obstructed. So they tend to, uh, you know, get very abnormal faces. And you don't want to disfigure your child who was born very beautiful, but because of that condition, they get, you know, the, uh, the face does not look so nice. So that's what they get first. Number two, which is the most common and important, is what we call pulmonary hypertension. So how does it happen? Because this child is not breathing well most of the time, um, the, the gaseous exchange is also not taking place very well because less oxygen is coming in and most of the time what is accumulated is carbon dioxide. So you'll find you are in an, what you call hypoxic state. Hypoxic meaning you have less oxygen in your blood. And in the pulmonary vessels, when there is hypoxia, they also constrict, they become smaller. And over time, they start, you know, the muscles start to thicken. And so you develop what we call now pulmonary hypertension. Mm-hmm. And if it worsens, it can give you what we call Essenmenga syndrome. In terms of, um, it is also, also affecting the heart as well. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you remember, the heart is supposed to pump blood to the lungs. 
but in the lungs because there's that hypertension, the vessels are so constrict, it has to work very hard to push that blood to the to the heart. Mm -hmm. So with time, what happens? The heart gets tired, so it goes into heart failure, and then you start reversing that because now very little blood is getting to the heart. Mm -hmm. Even they start getting the cyanosis. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it becomes a very serious heart condition which will even require heart transplant. Mm -hmm. So the essence of this is to say adult hypertrophy is a condition which when picked early can be managed very well and to prevent the complications from happening. Mm -hmm. The other main complications are now the sinusitis, the recurrent ear infections, you know, those mm -hmm. ones. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Is removing the only solution or the best solution that we can give for adenoid hypertrophy? Most of the time, by the time it is giving you all those kind of symptoms of turkey sleep apnea, uh, most of the time, the only treatment is the removal of the adenoids. And once they are removed, the child, you will see, they, you know, they look very well, they are breathing well, they are thriving well, and it really makes a big difference. Mm -hmm. Just to add one thing I had forgotten. Mm -hmm. This child who has adenoid hypertrophy will always sleep in class, because at night they don't sleep. No, they are snoring, and because they are not breathing very well, they keep on waking up. Mm -hmm. So one thing the teacher will tell you, your child has very poor concentration and is always sleeping in class. Mm -hmm. So can you imagine just having those adults removed, you have changed the level of this child. Mm -hmm. yeah. Is there any other solution? Uh, most of the time the ENT might give you some drops to try and decrease the size, but most of the time they just buy time to know to get to the right time to have them removed mm -hmm. yeah so there's no other solution the best solution is to have them removed when these uh, adenoids are removed does it affect the smell like the way tonsillitis get removed and they affect the teeth no they don't affect your smell at all because you know for you to be able to smell there is a nerve which is responsible for smell it's called the olfactory nerve with the nose so the tons the adenoids they don't affect the smell at all. Mm -hmm. In fact, even for tonsillitis, when they say the tonsils are removed and you affect the smell, the test, sorry, it's actually a myth. Mm -hmm. The tank is responsible for your test. Oh. Yes. So, so it people, doesn't affect. People have been believing that uh, when you have tonsillitis and you remove them, then it is going to affect your test and you'll be having tasteless meals. No. That's actually a myth. Having them removed does not interfere with our test at all. Because what is responsible for testing is the tank. And as long as your tank is intact, you can be able to test. Mm -hmm. yeah. So even with removing these adenoids, there is no effect to the smell? No, not at all. Okay, so what is your advice to the mothers? My advice to the mom is, when you notice that your child is snoring, when you notice your child is mouth breathing, please do not ignore it. Seek help. Because the earlier we diagnose, the earlier we they are removed, the better life for this child. Okay, thank you so much, Dr. for that. These are simple things that people tend to ignore, like snoring. You know, you say that it is a part of the family. Everybody in this house snores. So it might be very hard for a parent to detect that their child have uh, adenoid hypertrophy, and this could affect their entire well-being. So thank you so much for that, and I hope everybody that is listening in is learning something about some of these diseases that affect young children or children just in general. This has been the A to Z of Disease Podcast with me, Rose Mokonyo. Remember to reach out to me on rmokonyo at standardmedia.co.ke and let me know which other diseases that you'd want us to discuss on this podcast. The A to Z of Disease Podcast. Los mejores viajes. 
nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC.